0: Welcome to the cinema swamp. Okay. Let's party.
1: In episode 54, we discuss the 2019 feature film Joker, based on the famous DC villain. We talk about our initial thoughts on the movie, we compare it to some of the previous incarnations of the character, and we discuss some of the controversy that was surrounding this movie. We hope you enjoy this episode. Send in the cloud. Joker. Cinema Swamp. Episode 54, what up guys? Uh, very exciting, haunting episode for October, right?
2: In a way. Yeah,
1: I mean, we're talking about Joker today, so uh, not really a horror movie, but how about that Joker movie, guys? Uh, I I guess there's a connection there.
0: Is there? <laughs> it's about a man, isn't it? Six out of ten Jared Leto's. Oh, what? Six
3: out of ten? <laughs> the Jared Leto scale. <laughs> Yeah, what
1: did you think of Joaquin Phoenix compared to Jared Leto's Joker? I mean, should we even talk about that at all? <laughs> Subpar at best. Joaquin Phoenix, you tried, but, you know, we got to just give it to Jared Leto. The creator, as I call him. You know, <laughs> the creator, creator of all, that's good. He one of the best. Jared Leto? Yes. Yeah, I've I noticed you haven't said a
2: thing. Of Jokers or of <laughs> actors out there?
0: both
3: all of the above right
0: i think he's a good actor but i don't think you guys agree i think he's the best lover though i don't i haven't seen him in many things
2: <laughs> i mean yeah i guess i've seen like 3 movies that he's in i feel like he shows up this. on
1: set and he's like i'm going to somehow take this kind of normal man walking down the street role and turn it into this really bombastic and out there character who Will not only be crossing the road, but now he'll also be jumping and flying and doing some intellectual thought and talk and
0: You still talking about Jared Leto? Crazy makeup. Are you just talking about the Joker? I'm not just I talking about Jared Leto
1: crossing the street in the movie and what he does with the role. He's just crazy.
0: Tell us trying to do our best. Jared Wait, Leto. Jo- Joker Jared Leto in like every movie or just no, Joker? just from the movies just I've, the I've seen.
1: Squad, him in. Like oh. I just feel like he's really trying to always eat the screen. I guess. Maybe. I don't <clears> know. I mean, like,
2: I think <laughs> of, <when> I think <laughs> really of, of Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> I don't always think of Suicide Squad until I'm telling them, like, oh, yeah, that's right. He was that. Yeah, But I usually think of Requiem for a Dream. Um, or I think of uh, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, I was kind of thinking of that. Or too. the other one would be Fight Club. Yeah, yeah I, I guess that one. I he's in there. Um, American Psycho. I think it's 30 seconds like, to, it's 30 seconds play of 30
3: Seconds to Mars. He plays kind of normal. 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, song on our Journeys playlist this month. Which so one? Every now and then. The uh, <sighs> Kill.
2: Oh, okay. It's like the the emo stage of their
1: <laughs> oh, phase. Yeah. Okay. There's yeah. so
3: much guy Do
1: you pop out all that 2016 Suicide Squad memorabilia that was made before the movie was even released. You just pop it out and be like, look at all this junk I own oh, that no one's ever going to buy. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we bought you a Captain Boomerang. I'm glad Uncle I have pop. that.
1: That's Jai Courtney's best role for sure. <laughs> I'm excited to see him again in the sequel. We could talk about 2019 Joker right now, um, but <laughs> by the way, this well, is Justin on the mic. Oh, uh, who we got across from me? Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. And um, to the right of me,
3: Jai Courtney called it.
1: Jack Nicholson, a Romero. Okay. Um, well, now no one. Okay, I'll. I guess I'll be Mark Hamill. No, I call Mark Hamill. No, you, you can't. It, you know, you, know a,
2: <laughs> you. can't just. Okay, if be we. Mark I'm mad. I picked Jared. Let
0: <laughs> 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 This is the Joker. Okay, trying Jack this, Nicholson. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll pick Heath Ledger. I guess second best Joker. To Too soon. One. Okay just kidding I'm Dwight in the office playing Joker
3: (laughs) I'm Creed
1: (laughs) who had the best Joker costume damn it Creed (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway uh, Joker 2019 Mm -hmm. Todd Phillips known for Road Trip The Hangover Old School War Dogs and Due Date Underrated, if you ask me.
0: Hangover 2 and 3 also.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the ones people don't mention. Uh, but now we've made it to Joker. Um, kind of a r- random project, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Given that it's not really new character. It's not really...
0: Also not wanted. I'll... Nobody was asking no for one, it? No one, No one wanted it. And if
2: you guys remember, I was... I adamantly was, like, discouraged about this movie coming out at all because I, like, way back in the day, I hated the idea of a Joker movie. And I... So did everyone. I hated, that's like, like...
0: That's like making a Yoda movie or a Boba Fett movie. Oh. Oh. Or, well, a, like, right after... Or a after, after, TV series. That's different. <laughs> it <laughs> felt more like...
2: Series. I mean, like, the Joker's not supposed to have, like, an origin, right, you know? Right. And, like, like, Gotham, like, already kind of butchered it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> I don't know. I was super not into it. I will say, though, after seeing this movie, like, separate from my thoughts of the movie itself, this Joker felt completely... Even though he's, like, pretty much who he should be, like, maybe from the comics, it feels new to me in a way that I really liked. It, like, the character from this movie felt like a new Joker that was... we haven't actually had before.
0: He didn't feel like Joker to me until the last 20 minutes. Until he shot Robert De Niro, he didn't feel like Joker. Mm-hmm. He just felt... It It felt like... Just a sad... Dude.
3: I mean, I kind of thought that was the point. Like, the last 20 minutes was his, like, transformation to Joker. The rest of the movie was just kind of well, yeah. showing the build-up.
0: Yeah, but he just didn't... It just didn't feel like a Joker movie until that point. Mm-hmm.
1: My whole thing is that I just don't really want to see a Joker... Who is motivated by anything or inspired or yeah. is trying to cultivate anything? I just like the Joker being this obnoxious entity that you don't really know how to stop. Just um, wants
0: to see the world burn. Right. I mean, <laughs>
1: that's my Joker just because, you know, I guess if you call myself a Joker purist, I like to see that version of the Joker. But. I just want to see
0: funny, cool pranks. I was <laughs> right.
1: I want to see Caesar Romero with his mustache covered over with yeah. white
0: You know, my I, favorite Joker.
1: <laughs> I was f- like also fine with them doing the movie, just because I think it was more that we've had so many movies at this point, and I was very interested in seeing Todd Phillips do anything that wasn't a comedy, um, because I will. This is me on August twenty second, twenty seventeen. I have this tweet. And this was when everybody found out Todd Phillips was going to be doing a Joker movie. And everybody was, like, kind of, one, weird about it. Because they're like, why? Why are we making a Joker movie? And why is he doing it? This was also when Martin Scorsese was still attached. As to why he dropped out, we could maybe get into that later. Um, But... uh I, when everyone was kind of being weird about it, didn't sound too hyped for it, this is what I said. I said, Todd Phillips doing a Joker movie, rewatch The Hangover Part 3, and forget how unfunny it is if you take all the unfunny stuff out. And that guy could make a unique gangster film. That's what I said. Hmm. The movie's not really a gangster film. But I also said later that in, like, the thread, I was like, if you take out the bad, like, humor of Hangover 3 and just keep the dark comedy and the story I'm like I think it kind of tells me like I feel like he could make a good movie but he's just been stuck on these really bad like bro comedies
0: I don't even remember what Hangover 3 was about that was Was the the Thailand one no that that was the one where
1: they go back to Vegas and John Goodman's in it and he plays like a gangster type Uh who um, needs to get a bunch of money back that Chow took from him And it has a bunch of connections to the first movie And it's like It's a complete different turn For the series
0: Um, But yeah
1: Um, I guess So collectively we're all just kind of not into A Joker origin movie it sounds like
2: I yeah I didn't want one Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) However I was Pleasantly surprised By what turned out
1: Yeah it was good Initial thoughts, yeah. It was a good movie. It was solid D C movie. It was
2: pure cinema. <laughs> well I mean yeah, I, I don't mean, I wouldn't I don't know. I still don't read it very far. I think I thought it was gonna be I, I wanted it to be trash. I'll say I I wanted it to be so bad and going to it. it wasn't, but it wasn't. Good to me.
1: I really enjoyed it and I still Right now I'm like four out of five stars, honestly, because I thought it was an entertaining scary ride with Joaquin Phoenix taking over the movie, and any other actor that showed up um, I thought also did a really good job Robert de Niro in particular, yeah, which I kind of figured he'd have a cameo sized role, and he kind of does, but he really delivers like he's not just there to be like, what up <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wonder if Martin Scorsese, when he was attached, if that was the way they got Robert De Niro to take the project a little more serious. Martin Scorsese didn't end up being a producer at all. I wonder if he like either thought the movie was too similar, or maybe it was because of his apparent hatred for superhero movies, if you've read recently. (laughs) Or, I mean, not hatred, but he says, you know, those aren't cinema. Those are like, theme parks.
2: It seemed like an offhand comment that Twitter lost his mind over.
1: Yeah, I mean also, it's just, it's it's annoying, but I guess, like, at the end of the day, it's like, it's his opinion. It's not like we haven't heard it before from mm-hmm. every director. Like, I get it. They're not gonna like them, because they don't like popular movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, then he suddenly wasn't attached to the movie, but it definitely has Corsese vibes. And that part of it I do like, and it's got a good look to it. I mean, it's 1981, and it feels like 1981.
2: So... Mm-hmm. But... I think it definitely... Um, I loved the score. It was... To me, that's, like, what built the world the most was the score, mm-hmm. almost. Um, cinematography was really good, really impressive. Um, and Joaquin Phoenix was incredible. To the point where, like, he felt so much like... I don't know what cartoon Joker I'm thinking of, but, like, some cartoon... Batman show With the Joker in it Like This Joker Reminded me so much of it I don't know It was Especially that little dance He would do mm-hmm. With the with his hands and stuff That was so much In whatever that cartoon was You can't know which one though I don't know which cartoon They it have was not so not many, Mark so. Hamill Like it's not I don't animated, remember the voice you? It's the actual animation Of the Joker
0: There's a lot Oh you're talking That's about That's what I'm saying like I don't know animation. which one
2: But it's how he Did the dance It was strictly from that cartoon and that's what like it felt like oh man i haven't seen that in so long but it feels like in my mind what i think of as like an original joker like reading back into like the 70s comic books like that's the joker i think of Mm -hmm. and this is the joker i saw portrayed by joaquin phoenix and so i loved that my issue with the movie is if you were to to take out joaquin phoenix and throw in Anyone
1: else? <laughs> anyone else
2: would the movie be good? And I think it would be a trash movie if you throw in anyone else. Like the story, parts of it were interesting, but I don't know if we want to get into Taxi Driver and Cam Comedy yet. Yeah, Do I mean, wanna...
1: we? I mean, it's everyone's been talking about it, so it's like worth bringing up. But yeah, if you, if if you've seen Ch- Taxi Driver, you've seen this movie. Yeah, my I and feel I, like my biggest issue I'm going to have with the movie is definitely people's response. Not in the way that people were hyping up. Like, they thought violence was going to happen because of it. And they were mm. really scared it would embolden people. Yeah,
2: I've never and been actually this scared. in a, Did you guys have cops in your theater?
1: There were cops at my theater. What?
3: I've, never never, yeah, I've never seen armed policemen
2: in my theater until today. Oh, wait, today, yeah.
3: Right when we walked in, there were yeah, two cops. Were, were cops? Yeah. At
2: least in the U.S., I've never had that. And it was
1: I kind of get it because, like, Batman is... It's forever tied to that Colorado shooting in 2012. Like, the Dark Knight Rises shooting. The
2: content of this movie. That I mean, too. Like, I, I, I saw so many memes of, like, I think The Onion came out with uh, uh, media is pissed off that there aren't any shootings yet or yeah, something right, like that. Yeah, I saw that
1: Simpsons <laughs> quote where they're like, no, they're going to start killing. It's There's going to be some death soon. Like, they're, like, trying
2: to amp it it's up. It's a dark joke, but also it's like, yeah in a way, surprised.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, you after know? seeing the movie, it's like everyone was hyped up for nothing. It's really... Not it's a little extra gory, but overall, it's yeah. nothing we haven't seen before in a movie. Yeah, that
0: one scene in the apartment was the most blood, right? Probably the most violent mm-hmm. by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's the only reason there's an R rating, mm-hmm. pretty much.
1: Everything else was kind of done off-screen or with, like, kind of flashing effects, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the deaths of the on the subway. But to me... <coughs> That's not really what people were kind of freaking out about. It wasn't really just like the violence in the movie. It was more that they were worried that the character in the progression about a character who mm-hmm. society turned up against, who is a, a sad boy, an incel, mm-hmm. you know, if you've read about it.
2: That and, would influence like a Travis Brickle type.
1: Well, and that's the thing. I'm like, it's a, well, Taxi Driver was also very um, controversial in its time, mm-hmm. more for the violence, but you know, if you look at it today, I, I think a lot of. People still read that movie wrong. Mm-hmm. They read Travis as being like mm-hmm. a redempt, like a redemption story, and I'm like, I, no.
2: <laughs> there was like, I don't know if you have checked out that AFI podcast yet, but um, I'm pretty sure on the Taxi Driver episode they talked about how there's been multiple assassinations or attempts on like senators and and representatives, and their excuse or their their manifesto was either Taxi Driver or Taxi Driver. Based on like Some other source Source material Mm -hmm. That was their manifesto For this and like Or for that You know assassinating And stuff And so like I don't know I I I think even now After watching And having like Sitting on it For like a week It's still like Controversial In my mind I go back and forth Just because of that The idea of it But then also like I've always been A free art person too Right You know where art is art And it's what it is It's what you make it
1: my whole thing is that it's not really a direct inspiration as much as it is I think people will take bits and pieces of it and use it as like a thing to slap on to their uh, reasoning I guess. I don't know, like to mm-hmm. it's like that at that 2012 shooting in Colorado. Apparently the guy, I don't remember if this was proven, but he was like saying he was the joker when he did those shootings. Well, okay, but was he like watching The Dark Knight and then he was like, oh, at this next, for the sequel to that movie, I'm gonna go kill people, because that's what the Joker would do. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't think it necessarily works that way. I think it's more that they just take uh, bits of popular media and they'll use it in their persona. My whole thing is that this movie, there were fears that would embolden incels especially, not even really just towards violence, but more that there's like that whole crowd thing going online where, you know, someone doesn't get the girl they want. They're like, well, I'm a good guy. Why am I not getting her, you know, and getting all angry about it? That's, like, when the incel is, I guess. There's more to it than that. And I kind of believe, I'm like, well, this movie, I guess, will maybe embolden that crowd. But, like, violence, I don't know. Especially now that the movie's not too violent. So, it's like, it'd be weird to draw a connection there. I think it'd be a bit of a stretch. But to embolden that crowd, I'm like, probably. Um, With their ideas they already have
2: Yeah I I don't think it's necessarily The violence itself it's the justification Of it Mm because in in Joker Like he justifies His violence like he's he's a Troubled person he stops taking his medication And he stops believing In the system at a Point you know when he sees like counseling Is pointless because they don't believe in it why should I Either and after being Humiliated and pushed down Enough like he Gives into that chaos in himself and like he gets a relief from it it's Mm -hmm. like a he's like okay so that's what it's like to be at peace to be in agreement with myself that's what i'm my controversy i guess comes into play is like i can see people being like wow i'm also conflicted and i don't like the system like maybe the only way to be my true self is to give in to my violent inclinations. Be an anarchist. To be an anarchist. Well, not even just anarchist in terms of, like, tearing down the government or the the uh, status quo, but, like, if I want to murder, I'm going to murder. Because yeah. I'll be me then, you know? That's, like, more of, like, a ultimate selfishness times anarchy, you know?
1: And I kind of... That was what I was kind of thinking, is that's maybe the most that this movie would cause... Um, as far as like, like emboldening, emboldening a crowd, but I I still was like, it's not like those people don't exist already. But mm-hmm. it's like this movie. My biggest annoyance with it is gonna be that people are gonna share like scenes from this movie and be like, this is what happens when you don't like take mental health seriously. Which is like this movie is not. You know the cornerstone of mental health movies. Mm-hmm. Give me a break, and it's not. If you look at the movie just in the context of the film about a man with society's just not working for him, and it's just a happenstance of events that eventually lead to this man mm-hmm. causing a crowd to basically cheer him on as a hero. You know, and it's not even something that I don't think he fully intended, but it's just kind of happening so fast. I like it for that Mm -hmm. and at times I think the movie is trying to say something a little deeper but a lot of things they're trying to say I think they fail at one of the things I thought was really good it was a real quick moment but I thought it was the most effective part of the movie was the scene where it's right after the shooting that was on live TV And right after that, they're kind of backing out to all those other TVs, you know, Mm -hmm. cable news or network Mm -hmm. news that's playing that event over and over again, Mm -hmm. you know, and they kind of have made that connection before of, like, you shouldn't show the murderer on TV so much because the violence is too much for younger people, but also it will give other people, you know, because some people think the reason people become violent is because they won't feel that need to get popular that way. Mm -hmm. And they're like, look, I'm going to be shown on all... TV too if I kill a bunch of people if I kill more people than this guy I'll be showing mm-hmm. a TV like him and I feel like they were kind of showing that at the end with all those TVs and I was like that is one real good moment there but for the most part I feel like the movie's like maybe trying to say things but it doesn't successfully do it all the time especially when it comes to mental health especially when it comes to society and classism and issues of poverty it's like a lot of this are touching on but do they really dig into it yeah as a movie I think it works real well but as like a as everyone's going to say about a cinematic says a lot, meaningful movie of the decade, I'm like Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a good comic book movie um,
0: yeah (laughs) what do you think of the Joe Chill like kind of easter egg thing at the end there
1: the Joe Chill the murder murderer of Batman's
0: parents. Parents, parents Oh uh, I really Do you feel like it got like shoehorned in there? We were well just cause it's
2: before. like If you think about it in Like chronology Like it's The Joker would be so old When Batman is like in his prime as Batman Well they already you know?
0: had like Bruce was in the movie
2: but I mean, like when Batman, like when Bruce yeah, by becomes the time Batman, Bruce, he become like it'll be like like 20 like. Walking Phoenix maybe? had gray hair in this. Yeah, he would be like an yeah. old man, Joker. I know. And like, I'm not saying that's what's it's not like in the comics, but it's just like, if if this movie is saying that he becomes a symbol, you know, because like the comics, he's more is more of like a gang, and this is more of like a a belief uprising they're not like those people who are donning joker masks aren't in it for money they're in it because they're anarchists you know and so i'm not i'm not gonna i want to compare it to the comics but just like it just seems like they shoehorned it in for like a improbable you know i liked having thomas wayne in there Mm. that part of the story made sense and then having the whole batman thing like it's unique but it could have been easily as this. As it would be the same movie. If you took it out. Justin, really. do
0: you want to bring up your uh, theory?
1: Well, there's a theory out there, not that I really like the theory, but that this movie, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, is actually because he influences an entire movement basically by the end,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and they say that that Joker that Joaquin Phoenix is playing just influences. The Joker, Batman goes up against later in life, like a different person who is real insane, mm-hmm. just takes up that Joker mantle and pays tribute to Joaquin Phoenix's, who is the original villain. Yeah. And they're saying that's maybe it kind of solves your whole why doesn't he age thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think of like it being an influence?
2: Well, I think you guys watch. You do you watch Gotham early on, Zach? A little bit. Did you watch the first season? Mm-hmm the first season they have a joker character maybe it's not even until the second season that it really goes but yeah Yeah. is it oh it is the first season where he talks about him as a plague and then like the end of the episode is like plays off as like oh this kid wasn't the actual joker but then it shows a bunch of other people committing acts that would be like the joker like Mm -hmm. just being unreasonably evil well, this kid and ends then, up being
0: like the Joker, though.
2: And then, like this next season, is like, no, he is the Joker because well, you no, liked him the, so much. It gets
0: even worse because I kind of, yeah, I'll see stuff on like Facebook and Instagram and stuff. He, <laughs> that kid from like the second season had a twin brother. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay.
2: yeah. See, well, I guess. Okay, so the original close audience so, don't watch it. it sucks so the so bad. the
0: original guy, he had his face cut off, like in yeah. the comics. Joker later in life, yeah, and staples it back on or whatever, and then he dies, and then his twin brother takes on the mantle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't, I
2: don't yeah. follow it much, but it's, it's very the first season. If you were just look at the first season of that, because when they debuted, it's like, Oh, could this be the Joker? Is it not? And then they don't like necessarily kill him off, but they say, like, Oh, like you are a plague, you're a madness that will spread. They've made it seem like he's a victim of it, but then they bring him back because of fan service, but the idea of it, of him just being a victim, that's what this could be, yeah, like, this could be just the spark of it, you know, and carrying it down the line as madness spreads, you know.
1: In general, I don't like that, just because I'm like, I don't want to think that the Joker was influenced by anything. You know, it just goes back to that. Even though the Joker just himself in this movie, I feel like, is influenced by things. But by the end, I'm like, he is very much, to me, a pure form of the Joker. A very good interpretation of it. And I don't want to think, if they were to do a sequel, that there'd be another one. I almost want to think that Isn't there
0: talk about the sequel?
1: Well, they said they left it open to interpretation Like that Mm -hmm. it could maybe lead to a sequel If they did it, I'd obviously hope there'd be Joaquin Mm -hmm. Phoenix If it is like a whole like, oh, he influenced something Just kind of as a joke I think it's funny if Jared Leto was influenced by this 81 Joker Because, you know, Mm -hmm. if it was in the same timeline Because that would kind of solve the issue of why Jared Leto feels like such a non-Joker to me
0: Yeah, (laughs) And there could be other Jokers in the universe then
1: but, like, I hope it doesn't do that. I hope it's just, like, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker. I was like, even the fact that he doesn't age. I'm like, well, also, he's got a very bony,
2: starved body in this movie. I was going to ask, um, that's my next thing. Is that actually Joaquin Phoenix, or is that digital editing at all? It seems like yes. something
0: he would do. Yes, it is him. him. That he is so
2: all. impressive. Well,
1: I was going to say, though, like, you say he you're worried that, oh, well, you know, he... Is pretty old already at this point. So if he ages more, I was like, well, what if he's just like? Not that there's even a supernatural side to this movie, but I'm like, Joker in the comics is supposed to be someone that lives like as long as Batman. I know it's comic books that they're they don't care mm-hmm. about timelines as far as actual linear time goes. But I was like, what if this guy who doesn't eat at all in the movie? I'm like, I was beginning to think I was like, wow, he just thrives off of pure like mania. He doesn't need even food. I'm like, what if this guy like also just you know he just doesn't die like he just mm-hmm. goes for he, forever and he's just like some weird entity I'm like what if also he just doesn't age I was yeah. like, but that gets to a supernatural point that the movie does not have and people if I were to <laughs> say that to people the purists of this movie who will love it for the cinema qualities will be like but, what the hell are you talking but about
2: but <laughs> he's got that whole condition of the can't stop laughing thing it's just not out of the realm of possibility that there's just like not supernatural I wouldn't call that but just like oddities like unexplainable just like the chaos itself like it's if they did be if it was because like he, he's with his mom the way he's living with him with her like he's what with he wasn't like a silver fox like he had like spots of gray in his beard and his hair like what early 30s at like the least
1: I think yeah I think he was early 30s and he was just aging and terribly. Bruce
2: Wayne is like 12 at in the yeah. movie mm-hmm. When he becomes Batman, what, 15 years later? Late 20s, more likely 30s, so but late 45. 20s.
0: Huh? So he'd be 45.
2: That would be 45-year-old Joker, yeah. Or 50, yeah, about.
0: Yeah, because she said, what, 30 years ago she worked for Thomas Wayne? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so he would be 30 according to her timeline of the Okay, affair. yeah.
2: So, I mean, that could make sense, having like a late 20s <coughs> Batman fighting a... Late forties Joker, it wouldn't be totally out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, but it still just seems kind of. He would be a very frail person to fight by then. I mean, Jack. is the Joker at
1: forty-five.
2: Huh.
3: At forty-five, that that Joker.
2: Yeah, that
1: Joker, maybe. Uh. But like I said, I think he still is a bit of an oddball entity that can just
0: How much actual fighting does Joker
2: do, though? If you look at like <laughs> Injustice, oh. she <laughs> can hold up against Superman. <laughs> but you know
1: what they got real down in this. Way? This is out of nowhere, but like the Joker run, the way he runs oh, around. His I was high like, knees? That is totally <laughs>
2: Joker. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. That was like everything. The way that he like holds his his arms up when he's like leaning on stuff and like. Joaquin Phoenix it? did a remarkable job.
1: They paid a lot more tribute to the comics and even um, other media a lot more than I thought they would seeing that Todd Phillips was kind of talking when they were making this movie like he was sort of a hater of the big budget superhero movies and it just really felt like they were going to delve so much from it that I was getting to the point where I'm like wow this is just going to be a straight up Martin Scorsese movie but with Joker. They ended up having a lot more ties to Batman though because they actually had the Waynes in it i love this movie's interpretation of thomas wayne i thought that was actually the highlight Mm -hmm. because they did one thing that none of the other movies have done which is portray a real billionaire which i'm like yeah would more likely act like this Mm -hmm. would probably be a bit of a douchebag would probably be trying to get into the political life and would probably be saying the wrong things on tv like most politicians (laughs) like he's felt very real um, so I love that and it makes me sad that Alec Baldwin didn't get to portray him It I I, I every time day. he'd be
0: on screen I would think about Alec it Baldwin. would have
2: stuck out like a sore thumb but it would have been great especially because this guy was in The Dark Knight Rises right
0: yeah oh he was yeah the woman he was the guy the, who
2: goes with the Calvin. senator that uh, Catwoman uh, kidnaps he
1: plays under a politician
2: in a Batman movie or it's also Thomas Wayne <laughs>
1: <laughs> really want to know real quick so we're I want to get into this um but that's far as, yeah, influencing the Joker, all that such, I think it's a little silly. But to me, I want it to be a 1989 Batman prequel, because it's still set in the 80s, and I'm like, and that guy who... Even if
0: it was 89, though? What, this was 81? Yeah. And Bruce Wayne's 12? Well, I mean, also, <laughs> Batman 1989. Yeah, eight years. Eight years he the Tim Burton Michael movie King. also does
1: not take place in the 80s. <laughs> and also, like, it takes place in the weird, like, 30s film noir. And also, this movie, speaking of 30s movies... Has a lot of weird, like, 30s and 40s movies, like, tribute. Like, even the opening credits. Mm -hmm. Did you see the font? Mm -hmm. It was very, like, oh, this is, like, a 1930s silent film. Mm -hmm. And then they're, like, playing that piano music. And even the ending shot, you said it was, like, Benny Hill. The way he's, like, running back and forth like an old, like, a Scooby-Doo yeah, Yeah. (laughs) And I was, like, this is just old-style cinema going on. But... It was, like, really kind of weird because I'm like, the movie takes place in the 80s, so why are all these 30s... I'm not even complaining. I mean, they show modern times, Charlie Chaplin, and, I mean, the Joker was, like, based on a movie called The Man Who Laughs Mm -hmm. um, from... That was a silent film. Mm -hmm. So, it was like, maybe that was what they were going
2: for. Well, if you think about it, if that's in the 80s, we watch movies... We watched 70s movies and those still influence us a ton. It'd be like in the 80s, it'd be like them watching a 30s movie. That's 50 years prior.
1: Yeah, so maybe it was like really, like really putting itself in the realm of the 80s. Like, not only yeah. does this take place in 81, it's like if they made the movie, their references are of <laughs> like the 30s, yeah. But, real quick. Does just... it. Oh, sorry. No, I'll say what you say because I'm going to go on to a different topic.
2: Okay. For me, like, like I said, I loved a lot of the movie making portion of it. I loved Joaquin Phoenix parts of the storyline were cool, but I really like am very like unimpressed by the actual ties to Taxi Driver and King of Comedy. Like I I didn't get time to watch King of Comedy but I watched the trailer and I I read like through most of the notes because I probably won't get time to watch it any time soon. And it just it seems like it took away from my experience of Joker just seeing how like as original as it can seem, it still is very not original. Mm-hmm. It seems like, for a guy who isn't a fan of comic book movies, he's still ripped off stuff. And I'm not saying like he stole it, because Martin Scorsese produced it, and it well, feels like... If he ended up or, dropping it. Oh, okay. One. Well, it feels like it has some of his thumbprints on it. Like, right. um, It still just seems like... It seems like he went out and was like, I'm going to make a Scorsese movie. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and then... and. Peep, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Taxi Driver anyway. Like Whoa. it's, it's a good movie. I I I know it's a good movie, but I didn't enjoy it that much. Um, and I think I just w- I wanted to like it more than I did. And
0: I feel like I felt about this movie how I felt about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where it, they had good parts throughout it, and it was kind of dry up till the last twenty minutes, and it got crazy. Mm-hmm. That's a good comparison um, yeah, yeah. Oh. I somebody on
1: once again referencing letterbox reviews <clears throat> um, but somebody said that this movie is like Todd Phillips watched taxi driver and like quite a few people still do completely got the character of Travis Brickle wrong. like mm-hmm. they thought he was like the sympathetic one. And then made Mm -hmm. a movie. And I was like, kind of. And not even that that's bad. Like, there's a part of me that's like, we've already talked about the dangers of it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. it is kind of a dangerous message. So, I guess in a way it can be seen as edgy. Even though I'm like, I still don't think the movie's that deep. But, I'm like, Travis Brickle's like, one of my favorite movie characters of all time. Mm -hmm. In that he's like, very complex. And in that, like, he's in a world where by the end everybody's praising him and it's like you kind of think man if this only goes for like an extra scene how is he going to tarnish all this because he is a dangerous person that's being praised right now Mm -hmm.
0: well how do you how do you make a movie where your protagonist is the antagonist and you have to follow him throughout the whole movie and you're supposed to hate him but you wouldn't want to watch it if you hated the character. Right. I mean... because the Taxi driver. Well, I mean, there's, I mean, yeah, there's no, movies where you can driver. hate the
1: character. Like, I watch... It's Martin Scorsese again, but here we go. Goodfellas and the Wolf of Wall Street. Main characters. I hate them throughout the whole movie, but I also yeah. love the movie because it's like you you kind of like love how much you hate them, and you want to see the worst for them to happen, and by the end it doesn't. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, that does not happen. to Joker's so that—that's a thing.
2: Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm so Whoa. sorry, Jesus. I didn't
1: <laughs> but you know, like a movie where you're supposed to be kind of sympathetic. Like the, I think the only one that really there's a there's a it's sympath, it's sympathy, mm, but it's yeah. also really messing with your emotions. Well, it's like is, pity. Um, it's pity. Well, I mean, like another movie like that is a Clockwork Orange. Yeah, where it's yeah. like mm-hmm. you you hate the character you yep. do, but also when you really think about it, you're like, this is wrong. This shouldn't have happened to him, but also, uh, I still hate him, and I love that this is happening to him, but also, this is wrong, this is not okay.
0: Well, maybe it's because they just made it, like, too much about the mental illness side of it, where it's like, oh, you feel bad for him because he's, like, so messed up, but he's, like, not... Crazy, manic, chaotic, evil, messed up. Even like the movie. And that was the thing because at at first I think
1: people were expecting it to be more like the killing joke where it is just completely normal guy that had one bad day. Mm. Well, from the beginning, he's messed up. Right. He's got issues. But when he's doing that whole TV show, you know, the moment where he decides he's not going to kill himself but he's going to kill Robert De Niro instead. He starts, like, listing off the reasons and how it's society, and they don't take mental health seriously enough, and I was like, God, I feel like, I feel like they're saying what a lot of people maybe say online, but, like, they're getting it completely wrong, you know? Like, I don't, like I already said, this is not the cornerstone of mental health movies, and I'm sure there's gonna be more than enough complaints about that Uh eventually, um... But yeah, that part of it did kind of bother me. Like I said, it's just because the movie was trying to be a little more deeper than I think it was. Because this isn't Taxi Driver. It's not a Clockwork Orange. It is just about a comic book character that does the kind of the basic minimum. Mm-hmm. And for that, I mean, I liked it as just like a Joaquin Phoenix movie that features a man going crazy by the end. But <laughs> as a, like a as something like Clockwork Orange or Taxi Driver, I'm like,
2: no. Well, like, I don't know, because like it's more the the taxi driver part of it is more not not whether I agree with the movie or the content or like the character's motivations. It's more just like the the stories of them. I don't know that that the way they played into the story of Joker that I thought like it would have been cool to be not surprised. But I just I kind of felt the movie felt predictable. To yeah, me. Mm, especially definitely. like really every step of the way it was like I know how this scene's gonna end. I know how this scene's going to end. Yeah. Well, and, and not just because of foreshadowing and stuff. I still loved every scene because of, like, the atmosphere. The music, the score kept it alive. Um, and Walking Phoenix kept it alive. I was interested in those parts. But story-wise, I was like, okay. And I'm not going to completely blame it on Taxi Driver or even, like, King of Comedy. Afterwards, looking at King of Comedy, I was like, this is like someone tried to write these two movies together.
0: Yeah. Um, I, but, I felt that way, and I haven't seen either of them, so... Mm-hmm.
2: The mental illness part of it, it, it felt like they were trying to... They made a movie about what it's like for someone. Not, It didn't feel comic booky to me,
0: Mm-mm.
2: even with the Batman references in. It's like, it, it, I, I didn't feel like a fan would be like, oh, I caught that. I was just kind like, of okay, I, I, oh. I was looking for stuff. I was kind of um, mad there wasn't
0: much.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought it was adequate for not being connected to any other universe, but... Um, it seemed like they tried to make a movie that about someone who gives in to their mental illness, but it felt like, in a way, they were they were n- not. I don't want to say normalizing mental illness because mental illness is normal, but they were showing that embracing your mental illness at its worst is freeing and liberating, and that's where I see people getting the wrong message, being mm. like, maybe if I embrace my mental illness, no matter how like, schizophrenia, how horrifying the outcome can be, it's okay because I'm gonna be free mm-hmm. in it. That's what scares me. That's why there's cops in theaters, because they're like, who's gonna, you know, think it's gonna be okay to give into their mental illness in that way. Because it's not so much, like, the movie, the early, Martin, the early in the movie, he's struggling with it, but, like, he's, he's battling what's normal, what society wants him to do, but then, in the end, like, he is like, huh, I want to do this and I'm going to do it and then he does it and that's the Joker which is mm-hmm. the character which so it's like he they made the character perfect <laughs> but it's so perfect that's really scary <laughs> you know for an actual human being to do that
0: when he did start becoming confident Joker he f- he did feel like Joker yeah for sure, though like mm-hmm. like when you you mentioned that he seemed like a uh, Animated Joker that you can't think of, like when he started talking into the camera, it felt like Mark Hamill Joker, like making an announcement to Gotham. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it felt like perfect Joker there. Mm-hmm.
2: It felt like it was obviously Heath Ledger's Joker is different, but it mm-hmm. felt like a clean way. Like if that had happened in a different city that wasn't Gotham, and then all of a sudden Joker ended up in Gotham, that seemed like it would be a good prequel to the Dark Knight. Because of his his the way he presented himself in that camera was like I could see him all of a sudden doing that into, you know, a news station and in, in Christopher Nolan's Gotham
1: the You know, as far as the movie being a little more surprising, which would have been nice if they would have done something different, I was really hoping just because they they brought Tom Swain <laughs> into it. They made him a little more realistic. I was kind of thinking, I'm like, when they were doing the whole alley thing and I was mm-hmm. you know, you see Zorro on the marquee and you're like, Oh yep, they're gonna do this scene and Pretty kid. Well yeah, I was actually like, Okay, they killed Earth to it? They killed his parents. I was like, what if he straight up shot Bruce too, and it really threw everybody off. Like, because you know they were trying to be like, this isn't you know a Batman movie, but then it ended up kind of being, and mm-hmm. it felt shoved in there to a point. Like, I thought they really did a good job of fitting it in there because Thomas Wayne is part of the story, and I also like the fact that, um, you know, like Joker is more connected to Bruce Wayne in a way before he mm-hmm. becomes Batman, and it's like, yeah, probably studio exec probably came up with that, but at the same time, it's like Spider Man and Civil War. Pushed in there last second, it still worked really well. <laughs> but, I like, but I was like, three but I was like, what if he Bruce just, Wayne? what if no, what if he killed the parents and then like to the like, what if they held it for a second and then he killed Bruce Wayne too, just to throw everyone off, and be like, yeah, this isn't a Batman prequel, this is the movie where everything goes wrong. Because I'm like, if they would have done that, I would have given the movie an entire extra half a star, honestly, because that would have been like wow, this movie's really trying to differentiate itself. <laughs> like, Because I'm like, that would have made it so dark, because I'd been like, oh my god, and there's not even going to be I a, would want to
0: see sequels of that. Well, I right, would want to see... Like,
1: Joker would have been allowed to go even more crazy in society.
2: You, do you think it was trying to differentiate? To me, it, it felt like... Less like it was trying to be different than any other movie with a Joker in it, but it, it, felt, it felt more like... Like, which is it's going against what I said about Taxi Driver. It felt like a pure movie in terms of the like the resource material of the of the Joker character. Mm-hmm. It felt like they just read a bunch of comics from the '70s and '80s and made this movie, mm-hmm. forgetting Taxi Driver and King of Comedy exist. Um, it felt like they hadn't seen whoever made this hadn't seen The Dark Knight, hadn't seen Suicide Squad, had not seen. Tim Burton stuff and just based it off of those and then like today's society but then those comics mm-hmm. this is what I felt like happened like it felt like a pure movie having not seen or had any other Joker to reference from that's why I loved so much about it it felt new so much like I'm, like Jared Leto's like Joker wasn't original it felt like it was trying to differentiate itself mm-hmm. so much to where it was felt weird and corny this was like now nah, we're just not gonna, or pretend those don't exist, and it was incredible in that way, but that's just for his character of the Joker. Well, maybe I, maybe I owe that to Joaquin Phoenix. I don't know.
1: I thought it was different from other Jokers, but I was like, also just saying, like in terms of film, like it wasn't like surprising or did anything new. Mm-hmm. I just thought that if they would have added that extra bit, I think that would have been kind of cool because mm-hmm. then it would have been like, I think it would have thrown people off are just fans of you know the comic books and everything Mm -hmm. but
2: um yeah that's what I really mean crap I I forgot what I was going to say I was going to say something what do you think about like the actual final scene with the ambulance hitting him in the cop car as he's like on his way to like Arkham probably Hmm. and then gets out and then there's that little uprising did you get people saving him already and like was that predictable or did you guys think the movie's going to end with him like in the cop car I thought he was going to get arrested and that was it
0: I, th- I thought it would either end with him in Arkham, which it did, or that would, or something like that would happen because of the riot, mm-hmm. and that happened. I, I didn't know if he was gonna get up though. <laughs> Like in in the riot, I didn't know if he like was actually dead. Well not dead, but like maybe he'd come to like in the morning when it was all just You see a battering stab. No, like like like, <laughs> like it's seven AM and it's light and he's like laying on that car and like he wakes up and like everyone's gone. I was thinking something like that maybe.
2: It's like the scene from Hot Rod, like <laughs> it's like the same scene as like a couple making out on the car and <laughs> it's like <laughs> you see like <laughs> Freaking, uh... Oh, what's his name? Running by the TV. <laughs> oh, <wait.
1: laughs> Rod Kimball influenced the Joker. Yeah. I
2: just think it's weird
1: in this universe. Like
2: <laughs> We're not gonna stand in silence. <laughs> we're not gonna live
1: in fear. This movie is very much on its own, but, like, if they were to do a sequel to it, it wouldn't no longer be like a... They couldn't do it like, the Dark Knight did, where it's like, we don't know where this Joker came from. We don't know what to do about him. We don't know how to take him down. He has no... He just wants to watch the world burn. Well, with this movie, it's gonna. it would be more like if they did a sequel. Batman, went, Batman would be like, oh, this is the guy who killed that uh, Johnny Carson guy on TV. Here's the clip. Like They could just watch it and be like, all right, well, this is where he came from. This is who he is. Because they would know who he is 100%. And like, to a point, they'd almost be able to figure out what maybe would tick him off. It would make him tick you know like mentioning his mother mentioning the girl who lived in the apartment if they could figure that stuff out and make it like an interesting you know detective movie go? but like we would already if know they, everything if
0: they made a couple where there was batman in it but like it's from joker's perspective we know everything about the joker but we don't know anything about batman oh so batman's the mysterious yeah. one, just showing up out of nowhere yeah. and we don't
1: know he's bruce wayne even though it's like well we like we it. know but, like, but oh that'd be kind of neat I I think think that would probably be, cool. be like the more interesting angle to be honest um but real quick, I was I because I'm I'm gonna keep forgetting to bring this up. Mm-hmm. Do you think Thomas Wayne was his father?
4: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: I think he was. I, don't. I for one reason, this is the only reason because well, also because I don't believe that scumbag politician to begin with. But also because he's like, oh, they forged those papers and they drove me crazy and all that su- stuff. The point is, he has a photo in his hand at one point of his mother, and on the back of it, it says something like "keep on smiling." Um, hyphen, and it said TW. Oh, really? It said TW. I'm not I'm like, I don't know if what I was, saw this differently because Joker's kind of just looking at it, and he's just kind of like, looking at it, but it's a real quick scene, and he's kind of almost, not really confused, but he's just unamused by it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, did that say TW? I'm like, that's really, cause that tells me that they totally had a relationship. What was then. the photo of again? It was just a picture of his mom. It was just a picture of his mom, and on the back of the photo, it said keep on smiling and it said dash TW is it out of the realm of possibility that she wrote it on there correct that's a possibility and also it's possible that maybe he did write it but he was just overly nice but that's it and they didn't have a relationship and maybe she's so crazy that she took the thing that she always says to her son keep smiling from freaking Thomas Wayne Mm -hmm. but also there's a part of me that's like I totally believe a billionaire would cover up a relationship because really an extramarital affair like come on, I hundreds. I mean, I'd that.
0: make it really interesting.
1: And then to make falsified mm-hmm. documents that she adopted this son, he has the power to do that, and I mm-hmm. think it'd make it interesting because that would mean Bruce Wayne and Joker are half
2: brothers. Yeah, and I was in a Three way waiting apart. for that, but then I was, and I was thankful that the resolution is that like. No, like, in a way, like, Thomas was a billionaire, but he still, like, had... Because the comics, like, make him out to be a character with a true north, you know? Like, he's not, like, a saint, but he's close to it, you know? For being Batman's inspiration, was his own dad. Like, the movie still kind of left it like that. Like, he's still a billionaire, out of touch with, with maybe the lower class, but, like, he's still, like, not a bad guy. Like, he says the F word in this movie, I guess. Um, but, uh... I don't know. I I was the thought of the Joker being delusional too. Like his, like Arthur Fleck also being delusional. Like his mom, his adopted mother. That was like the big twist. I really liked because then immediately I was like, okay, the girlfriend's not real, um, or she's real, but the relationship isn't real.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: and then like, I wonder what else wasn't real. And then. I yes. wonder what else isn't re- real going forward like what right. he what is seeing and what's happen. not seeing. That's why I think if there was like a sequel, I would love for it to be around that. Like the Joker being Joker but still as an audience member, it goes in and out of like I have no idea what's actually going like, on in this like, movie. Like what if
1: even like during this Joker, like there were certain things that actually happen? Like mm-hmm. what if like Murray, you know Robert De Niro's character actually wasn't killed? Like he's still on TV and Joker watches him and it's like all that was made up
2: too. <laughs> he like, didn't die. He just had finger guns and goes up to the TV. camera. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I, I think that'd be, that would
1: be interesting.
2: Uh, um, that would be like entertaining and a story you haven't had before. It would be very Shutter Islandy. What maybe, if he completely but... makes up Batman? Like what
1: if Batman and all those villains were all on just the Joker's imagination the whole time? And that's like the entire Batman mm-hmm. lore has just been in this crazy man's
0: imagination. It's already did... a theory about Batman. he's in Arkham yeah, and,
2: yeah, that makes What sense. if it was a instead of like just a straight sequel, just like an Arkham movie following Joker? And it's from Joker's perspective in Arkham and that's the movie where you have glimpses of Batman like but there's like other villains
0: with Riddler and
2: Maybe just like starting chaos bitch. It's The movie is like him escaping Arkham And like creating a conspiracy So
1: many yeah. cigarettes in this movie Oh my god
0: <laughs> What if all the cigarettes were fake
2: <laughs> You know I yeah, Okay um walking thinks he gets that skinny but won't smoke a real cigarette <laughs> you, you did No I mean like
1: they're all delusions You did like the girlfriend being fake You did like all that the fight
2: club moment I guess where it was like oh all that stuff wasn't real Yeah I guess I didn't even think about fight club But yeah I'm just mostly getting scared like, of that, but... I had, like, ideas of it. I was, like, when he... The dream-like way, like, they shot him going into her apartment and just making out with her, and all of a sudden they're thinking... How about when
1: she was, like, were you stalking me today? And he's, like, yeah, and then, like, they just played it off, like, normal. And I was, yeah, like... Yeah, that was weird.
0: Yeah.
2: What? I'm, like, but then but- I thought, like, okay, this movie's already, like, showing other crazy people It's not... Too crazy. I know. Man. what she just is it's crazy. You don't like, know how far. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know how far the movie's willing to go She's yet. Down with the you know, but the Hi. big part was his stand-up routine. That's when I was like, "This is all in his mind. Oh, I don't think this like, is real." Well, that, but then also just felt like it was off to such a bad start, and the jokes weren't good. I was like, "This is in his mind." Like this movie's proven to me that this wouldn't happen,
1: and I then what shows his on TV was
0: that bad. really. <laughs> Here's the thing.
1: Have you ever heard of a comedian named Andy Kaufman?
0: Yeah. The guy who did... Uh, what was it? The... He had the bongos, right? Maybe. Maybe I and don't you know. And do, he like, much. voices.
1: Well, he was the guy that Jim Carrey played Man in Man on the Moon. Moon. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, that kind of helps. But he... The one that I always... Like, the thing I think he was kind of notable for was on SNL like the very first episode of SNL he wasn't a cast member but he like made a guest appearance and he (laughs) does this thing where he plays like the original Mighty Mouse theme and he's like doing like a but the whole the song just plays in the background and he's sitting there like yeah 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 get get to it get to it and it gets to this one part like the chorus part and he just does this (laughs) he's trying to like lip sync it and then like he messes it up so he's just like waiting for it and he only can lip sync that one part and that's kind of the whole joke so yeah and every time he messes up he's trying to lip sync it but he fails but he can't lip sync the rest of the song so he's just kind of acting like he's not there and that was his humor like he was just he was a guy like on david uh he would go on david letterman a lot and when you like
0: talk like this
1: he would He'd just weird He would, just, like, weird voices he would mess stuff. with people and act like there's actually, like, something wrong with him, even though it was all just for humor, and he played it so straight, hmm. and he was just, like, wacky. Like, his humor was very, like, um... He was just waiting for
0: their reactions more than anything.
1: Yeah, like, he... For his
2: he, own amusement. Zach Galifianakis does that. It's, like, hearing podcasts of him and stuff, where, where he's not being on TV and as an actor, when he's just going doing free-form jokes it's like that. He says things, not like to get a reaction out of you per se, but it's, it's very like sociopathic. (laughs) Like it's weird. And
1: when Joker goes on Marie's show and like, he says like, he was like sitting there and all he was doing was sitting there and people were laughing. I was Mm -hmm. like, this is Andy Kaufman. I'm like, this is what's going on here. I mean, even like you said, Zach Galifianakis, that's Mm -hmm. kind of what he does too. He says that really dark joke and nobody really laughs at it. They're like, whoa, what? And Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, oh my God, to be quite honest, like it'd be a very, the thing is, I I feel like Zach Galifianakis too is kind of a niche kind of comedy where it's very hard to pull off. But there was a part of me that was like, not that the movie's about this at all, but there's a part of me that's like, this guy could maybe actually be successful. Like, if he Mm -hmm. was, like, an Andy Kaufman type, where his humor is completely his own, Mm -hmm. and it's just so not funny that it is funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was almost like, oh, dude, don't kill yourself or anybody. Just let him be a comedian. Yeah. Which I'm sure that's another like, the point the movie's trying to make. Like, oh, just let people be who they want to be. And I'm like, okay. But that doesn't mean they get to kill people.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um... I have one, uh, I usually, I like to pick apart the technical parts of the movies. There was a scene when the Joker had, it, it was a close-up on his makeup, on his chin, and the makeup went down his neck, and then it cut to a shot of, um, it was, it, was, it wasn't even, it, it was, I think when he's putting on makeup in the mirror, um, at like his work, clown job, whatever, he had makeup on that went down his neck, and then it cut to whoever he was talking to, and it cut back, and the makeup was only to his chin, It wasn't down his neck. Was it a
1: bad, like, edit you mean? Or a continuity error? Yeah, continuity
2: error. Um, Just
0: like an Avengers Endgame.
2: But uh, the biggest, I don't know if you guys thought this at all. But my biggest, like, WTF moment was the three guys singing on the train. Why is that? It Why? was weird
1: that they were singing, but I yeah. mean,
2: it felt <laughs> so it out of weird. nowhere and not
0: <laughs> like, right. Like they, they felt like weird bully. Like,
2: one, like one, uh, <clears throat> one review. I didn't even know it was like it technically wasn't a review. I was just seeing the ratings. I don't. I didn't want to look at reviews. But I wanted to see the ratings before I went and saw it. Um, but one popped up, and all the th- all it said was, "Was this a musical?" <laughs> and so I'm like, "Damn it, this better not be like have a bunch of songs." And I forgot about that until that scene, and I'm like, "What is going on right now?" Like this, I knew it wasn't gonna be a flunk thing because it it explodes out of nowhere into chaos. But like, it is a solid thirty to forty five seconds of like. It's a musical.
0: Sending the clowns. Yeah. It, it it was like it was like three bullies were also like they're on their way back from an audition for West Side Story. Or something. <laughs> exactly. Like what? <laughs> whose idea was that? Okay, I you know what? got
3: Clockwork Orange vibes from it. Just yeah, like, maybe. A little bit.
1: They were the droogs. They just survived. The yeah. Well, it would only. I
0: don't know what we're talking about. I haven't seen that yeah, movie either. Like, oh, what the heck? Um. So you have not <laughs> I've seen. I've never any seen movies. I've never. Can we
2: watch movie. that together? Clockwork? Yeah. We have
1: to, last, watch we to watch that Shining also. I love it to watch it with all of you guys. Actually, I do need to watch Banana Split, so will we all watch that together? because
2: we I should double feature with and then we, we have, have a lot of um, murder Party. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch that with Triple Sydney, feature. but I don't know if we're sh- supposed sh- to watch it together And not. Banana Split, Shining. Watch. You, no, you murder can. Murder, like, murder you want, Party?
1: Yeah, Murder Party's good.
2: I want to watch that with you. Hey, but hey, but...
1: I think that was think believable. Come on, like because they were really just, they, well, they were drunk They've and also
3: gas. Yeah, they were. Yeah,
1: have you ever gone to a frat house? You would understand. Have that you ever was, been to college? Is that what happens at frat houses? Because yeah. like yeah, people are totally like that. Like they would um, go up
2: to someone, sing to
1: a homeless person, and beat them up. I feel yeah, like if one, one
2: guy would do it, the other two would be like, "Dude, what yeah, is going on with you?" To all our frat boy fans out life. there, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait,
0: what?
3: There's one specific person who is in our lives.
1: That all acts like that? Yes, yeah. when he drinks. We all have
2: that, some Ooh. kind of person. Hunter? Oh.
3: Where he, where he sings? <laughs> yeah. That's true, no, I do no, beat up clowns sing. when I get drunk. Yeah, but like, he sings like a douchebag.
2: <laughs> to all our
1: frat boy fans out there, I, I was just kidding. kidding, you're not all the same. Are you guys talking about Things have city? changed since the
2: yeah, 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know our main so demographic frat is frat. frat. Cindy. Yes. There, was, there was only one. Cindy sings so much lame is. One part of the movie I didn't like. The only part of the
1: movie... Well, I mean, there are parts I didn't like, but the action was like, this is, I think, a little too far, and I don't feel like it's doing what they think it's doing. Mm -hmm. The the little person. Okay. The humor surrounding him. And how I think I know what they were trying to do, whereas he is teased by people, (laughs) but he handles it a lot differently than Joker does, obviously, Mm -hmm. or Arthur Fleck does. Um... And also, it kind of adds to a terrifying moment where he can't get out of the house and literally needs the help of this villainous person to get him out. Mm-hmm. But during my
2: screening, everyone was laughing at that. And Oh, that he couldn't reach the doorknob? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it was... I had no one... There was, like, four people in our theater, so it wasn't as... No one laughed at that. I was, I like, sad. I he,
0: like, made him jump.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just... I don't know. There was, like... It... I don't think that was supposed to be comedic. Well, I feel like
1: well, I feel like it's not, but I feel like people were still laughing, but it might have been an uncomfortable laugh. Like there were also people in the theater going, "Oh no." You know. Yeah. And I don't know. Like cuz like what a like it did get me worried for him. It was less me laughing cuz like obviously I don't I don't really find that stuff funny, but yeah. like it was it was kind of like scary because I'm like, oh my god, don't you can't talk
2: to him, like you can't, he might murder you. Mm-hmm. Like I was scared. Well, for he, him. he has like this moment of defeat where he sits there and he's, he's still saying like, no, 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 and he puts his head against the door because he knows he can't. And yeah. like, did so? Do you not agree with his character, or because I think it was a way of putting it in the '80s, showing a town that's just drowning in evil, like very like Watchmen esque, mm-hmm. but without putting in. What we think of, like, as in the 80s, like, where there's still a lot of, like, um, stereotypes for black people or, or gay people in the 80s. And instead of, like, having a character like that where for other, you know, oppressive white characters to oppress um, or who are doing the oppressing, like, they put in a, a little person instead. Right. do you think that's why they did it they chose it that way instead of having like a different character I don't know that's what I thought of
1: <laughs> I was like maybe maybe they just wanted to give work to someone who normally probably doesn't get work in Hollywood mm-hmm. and also like you said it was something that I guess in the 80s even still was something that people made fun of and made jokes about and but I'm the, the thing is like I just feel like they're wasn't any, like, turnaround to it. It's not like there's... We don't really learn anything about this character other than mm-hmm. he's short and, you know, people make fun of him and he's just like, ah, whatever, but he's still friends with him. And then yeah. it makes kind of for a terrifying moment at the end of the... near the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of just like, I don't know. I, part of me feels weird about it because I'm like, I guess it's not really that offensive, mm-hmm. but it also doesn't do anything, like, really introspective about that kind of comedy, you know, because I feel like Elf kind of does that, where it's, like, it's being introspective about it, you know, like, that humor Mm -hmm. isn't okay, and, you know, um, that guy in Elf, like, gets his day, because he goes and beats up Elf for being a jackass, Mm -hmm. whereas this movie, I feel like it doesn't. Peter Dinklage? Yeah, Peter (laughs) Dinklage in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But like I feel like in this movie that doesn't happen. I feel like it's just mostly done for a uh, I don't know, it felt like a Todd Phillips movie there, <laughs> I guess. Really? Yeah, okay. where it's like, Oh yeah, that there's the Todd Phillips we all know. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Where it's like this humor will not is already not funny, but it's gonna be even worse in like a day.
2: Did he write it?
1: I believe oh. so. I think or he, was there? I think it was written and directed by him. Oh, okay. So Soul Creator, I believe. I mean, there might have been a co-writer, but from what I understand, I think it was all him. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else people want to bring up about it? Had a good look, had a good score, was a good mm-hmm. time. I would see it again. Yeah.
2: Who did the score Do you know off the top of your head?
1: I don't. And I saw the name because I was, like, I did play a couple tracks later, and it's some foreign name, so I'm not going to be able to say it right here without looking at it. Um, but... Any other thoughts about the movie before we maybe move on to a quick last movie on Earth?
2: What are your star ratings <coughs> on the movie? You four, said 4 out of 5, Justin?
0: 4 out of 5. 4 out of 5. 3 and a half. 3 and a half. All right. So we're I wanted close.
2: to give it 3, but the Joaquin Phoenix and the score alone were a 7 out of 10. Right. So I would watch that movie again just to experience... The, f- the atmosphere of those scenes, you know. Even though I'm not impressed with the story.
1: I'd watch it again for the Hay song. Yeah, I like, <laughs> I like that. All right, um, is everyone at the ready with their movies? Mm-hmm. Um, last movie on Earth, where we. Oh yeah. Yeah. You do, you, the thing. you do it so much.
2: Um, better. I just forget to do it. Uh, This is the part of the show where Larry comes out and sings a silly song. Uh, No, it's... It's it's a game we play uh, called Last Movie on Earth. We guess the last movies that we each saw, and we get points for it. So someone will describe their movie based off a description from a movie database online. And um, if you guess it, one of us gets it, then we get points that go on to this score we keep, episode to episode. But if no one guesses it, then you get points for having, for no one guessing your movie. So, Justin, do we have standings right now?
1: Chloe is still ahead of Zach. Zach's at 41, my bad. I, I didn't... Oh, wait, Zach, actually... Oh, is this at Oscar you know controversy? What? No, wait, you, you got a point there, actually, so you're actually at 42. Um, don't worry. But Chloe's at 44.
3: Yeah, I yeah. am. Yeah.
1: And Justin's at 61, and Hunter is at
2: seventy
3: one. Seventy one Are you s- serious? Mm-hmm. I suppose
2: yeah. Last Actor on Earth really... Usually I do okay in those. So. I, I feel
1: like yeah, people cool. will go through my episodes eventually, someday in the future, of course, and they'll come real adam like,
2: "And I'm
3: actually, I'm Cause, winning."
2: Because <laughs> Zach does have though a handful of those like smiley faces and hats and stars and asterisks. And also, stuff. You
3: know what, but I'm a up. pure soul. If anybody
1: ever disputes ad- the point, so I'm always gonna just say, "Well, in our unreleased." disappeared episode of Venom, there were many points given, and that's why you're not counting them correctly. I think... That's yes, true.
2: true. If though, if there was ever a day when you and Zach were tied, I think the tie would go to Zach because he's got because smiley faces and you know what, And patriarchy. So we you, gotta you have a, a good. We have, a, have to have a good image for our children. Am I right?
1: You made a trophy, so I'm gonna make a trophy too. And I, I think we'll end it this year, and then we'll start no, over
3: the points. No, I'm never gonna win. We'll
1: start over the points. That means you'll be. Should, at we, the have of to lose Should we have like? Should we have different
2: scoreboard or like score sheets for different games? Yeah, maybe and being like, oh next- this. Is is the leader in this game this is the leader in maybe, this game
1: maybe next year we'll just okay.
2: start over and we could have like a like a X games we'll have like a cinema swamp games or it's just like <laughs> all, all these different stands
1: by the way uh oh not god. the olympics oh my <laughs>
2: god he on x games get ready get ready for 2020 when we
1: begin first month of 2020 we're gonna do we should do like top 10 for or i guess top five since there's many of us uh, top five movies of the decade
2: Oh, yeah, the is, that, is that next week? Oh, wait, yeah,
1: that'll be. Fun. No, I'm saying, like, when we get to. Oh, well, we're next doing. Eventually, well, we're, I mean, doing, we're doing, like, a 70s one. Well, we're doing one, a 70s right? one, but I'm saying that when we get to the beginning of 2020, mm-hmm. we'll be out of the 2010s, so we should do, like, a top five or of the 2010s. Yeah, oh, definitely. definitely. Um, but anyway, uh, let's begin. Who wants to start out? I guess I, it's. Yeah. Can I can you, go first. can you go first. Okay.
2: <laughs> Uh, when a boxer steps into the ring and obliterates his opponent, he's a prize fighter. But when he treats his family and friends the same way, he's a ticking time bomb, ready, ready to go off at any moment. Raging Bull? Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. You, a lot of Scorsese movies for you.
2: Well, they're all on Netflix right now. Oh, I guess Leading so. up to The Irishman, I'm guessing, so. what do you think of this one? Um, comparing it to the other Scorsese movies of this era... It's on the lower end, maybe. I... I it reminded me a lot of uh, The Fighter, I guess, in a way. But, in, like, in Scorsese format. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I liked the black and white. It made it interesting. But, I don't know. It's I really... I love a lot of... I love the newer Scorsese movies. And I wish I liked these older ones more. Right. And it's like I see their impact on cinema wholeheartedly. And I'm listening to the podcast on the AFI list because they pick them apart and say why they're influential. Mm -hmm. And so I, I wholeheartedly appreciate all these Scorsese movies, but I really don't enjoy them, really. I don't know why. I don't. And you still haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street. Still haven't seen Wolf of oh. Wall Street. Yeah. Oh. Can we... Because I still haven't seen oh. Shawshank Redemption either. Can we like... What? I know. I, this comes what? up a lot. Uh, can we watch we, those together or something? We, we can, yeah. I'll but borrow we, them, Literally, if we double feature that, that will be the longest double feature. Yeah, it would be. be talking about so, three hours not the same day, but like... The
0: only thing I know about Wolf of Wall Street is the Tom Holland.
2: <laughs> <laughs> People shit? tell yeah. me that opens with strippers. What's That's really? all I know about Wolf of Wall Street. It's, no,
0: it's it doesn't.
2: It opens with... It opens with midgets. Okay. It does, literally. stripper know. midgets? or no. I kind of want to it. opens
1: with... I'm not kidding. I'm saying that because that's what they call it. It's true. Speaking of offensive movies, like, that movie okay. is like... Whoa. But huh. anyway. <laughs> anyway. Cool. Um, no, like, I, I feel the same way, though. I don't like Raging Bull nearly as much as any of his mm. other movies, and lots of people say, like, that's his best one. Um, A lot of great parts in it. A lot it of interesting is. parts, but... Yeah, but I feel the same way I'm like I feel like every other one of his movies I watch I like more even Shutter Island I feel Mm -hmm. like I like it more which I know would be blasphemous
2: to say but I think though my biggest reason is like I just I'm not into young Robert De Niro I haven't seen Mean Streets yet that's next for me Um, Godfather Part 2 but like I love Joe Pesci in this I want a whole movie about Joe Pesci (laughs) being a boxer (laughs) because like (laughs) that would be I don't know fascinating but uh yeah, I don't know. I, I, out of like seeing those like Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci in this movie. I was wholeheartedly into Joe Pesci. He seems like I maybe this is horrible to say, but a better actor back in those days, late 70s early 80s. Mm-hmm. And so it was just hard for me to get into young De Niro. Hmm. My
4: turn.
2: All right, think obscure. Think okay. obscure. Uh,
3: this might be obscure. I don't really know. Shutter Island 3. Whoa. <laughs> that um,
0: counts as a try. <laughs> <laughs> Who would that be directed by?
3: <laughs> okay. Desperate to help her family member in need, a young woman agrees to com- compete in a deadly game hosted by a sadistic millionaire.
0: Escape Room. No. <laughs> um, million Dollar oh. Baby. Stop it. <laughs> Marmaduke. What's well, that? Oh. Got- Garfield Taylor Duquesne. <laughs> what, <wait. laughs> <laughs> what
1: year? What year is it?
3: 2012.
1: Um, and who is the director?
3: David Guy Levy.
1: Huh. I wonder if he's related to
2: that other guy, <laughs> Sean Levy. Do you want to say the description again?
3: Yeah, I do to say He's not going to know, though. He's he not? not? paying attention okay. at all, I don't think. <laughs> Desperate to help her family member in need, a young woman agrees <coughs> to compete in a deadly game hosted by a sadistic millionaire. This is actually a pretty good movie. I don't
2: know if I can I ask if it's a sequel or not. Things. Well, it's just me and you. I and feel here. like for he this, I don't care. Okay. I'll allow
1: it. it. Do you have any no, ideas about it? Movie. I was going to say Belko Experiment, but that's not the right ear. No. So I'm like, I have no idea. What? Is it a
2: sequel? No. Okay. It's
1: obscure.
3: I'm pretty sure I've done this one before, honestly. Well, whatever. Belko oh, wait,
2: Experiment. Wait, 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 uh, wait. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, I know this. No, uh, he literally doesn't. No, I know what it is. No, no. Uh, don't say it. Please don't say it. I'm not going Say it, but um, can't
3: guess
2: it. <laughs> would you rather? How did you
3: know that? Why were you talking about <laughs> it? No, it I wasn't was her. So wasn't her? It was. I shouldn't have said anything. Maybe. I definitely did do this before. It literally was. Were me
2: and you talking about that?
3: Yeah.
2: Like because I wanted to week?
3: watch a scary movie.
2: Yeah, and you looked up the trailer it. for it. That's how I knew. Yeah. I didn't
3: look up the trailer for it.
2: Yeah, you showed me the trailer of it.
3: Oh, oh no, no, no you didn't. Maybe you on know. Netflix. You
2: show me an eyeball game cut with a razor blade. That Somehow. One, that's the like. Right.
3: That's my thing. thing on Netflix. Yes.
2: Yeah. Was it a good movie?
3: <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> Sorry, Zach took the mic. Yeah, away from I see Zach's
1: like it's like you're um, done with the show. You've done, you've done your time. It's you really
3: it's a really that? fun like gross movie cuz there's a lot of gross special effects and stuff mm. and you get to see some people drown and stuff and it has a really good twist ending. So, have you seen Would that? you
2: relate it to like Saw?
3: I don't like the Saw movies. Okay. Like the first one and that's it. Have you
2: seen them all? hmm But would you also relate it to I'm, Saws I'm and 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 like feel the movie structure and um, stuff?
3: Um it's not that like torture porny. It's just
2: Is it more psychological?
3: It's kind of like did you see Ready or not? No. Nope. No. Nope. I it's tried to like find that. it on Redbox. It's um, funny. Yeah, there's some fun it's not as funny, but it's like I don't know, it's a game a game of Would You Rather where they're just like hurting themselves.
2: Mm-hmm. We were going to try and watch Would You Rather and Child's Play, but neither of them were we in the red box. That's not
3: true. Would you rather? Ready or not. Ready
2: or not. Mm-hmm. My bad. See, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, Ready or Not was just in theaters, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't you have know. any idea so. how Blu-ray, the Blu-ray DVD circulation market works? Well, I don't know. I couldn't remember. I didn't see it. <sighs> Child's Play was way across town, so I sold for Brightburn. Was that
3: good?
2: No,
0: you no. don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Zacharias <clears throat> Oh, my phone locked Oh yeah, look at my background
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's good <laughs> Is that
0: the, a warning to anybody who gets access I to I literally it? screenshot that from his Instagram <laughs> Okay <clears throat> A murdering spree okay. begins to happen again this time, it's targeted towards the original Woods Bros. Scream 2? No, no, it's, it's not three. Scream... No, Scream 4. Damn. She
4: Who said got
1: Scream it right? 3. We'll she said, never it's know. Three. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Okay, okay. Scream 3? I
2: watched did you, it with did, him. Did,
1: did really? you watch okay. it?
0: Yeah, we've been, we've been watching all of them. <laughs> Did you
1: watch it because Jan Silent Bob are in it?
0: Well, we started with the first one. Oh, you ever watched them all? Yeah, did you get to 4? Not yet. Okay, I haven't got to 4 yet either. Did you watch all
1: of
2: 3? One, two, and three, yeah, awful.
3: We literally watched them three days in a row. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the next day. I think the next day was the wedding we went to, so we didn't watch mm. it that night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think of Scream 3 compared to the <laughs> rest of them? <laughs> I don't know. that It seemed in theme with the rest of them. Yeah. It's super meta all the time, and mm-hmm. kind of has the same tropes. I think they're. Two
2: and three are the, good the, up until the climax, and the, then it's the, just like Scooby Doo. The
0: twist in this one was that he didn't have a partner. <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I've been enjoying them though, like mm-hmm. like how someone probably would enjoy The Bachelor. Like it's so bad that it's good. Do you like that?
1: They they just are part of the view. of universe. Scoo- universe. Yeah, now. I love.
0: I actually love that.
1: By the way, we're gonna do a podcast. Oh, you know what else? You You know it's what else Max. is part
0: of the view? Scoot universe. Hmm. The entire Flash series. James so, and Silent Bob are in the Flash series. Oh, there you go. Kevin sure. Smith directed a few episodes, and he had James <laughs> kind of funny. Jane Silent Bob. He put in James and Silent Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright. Um, so, each of us
1: have gotten a point so far, except for Zach. Zach, this is your moment to shine. I'm going to give mm-hmm. you a chance. Everybody shut up. Okay. Because you're going to all start yelling out before I... <clears out> finish <of> <throat> Jesus. Siblings... You know, what, I'm just gonna keep it as siblings. You know, I'll just leave it there.
2: I'm not. I don't want you to Guesses, but not be out. Just from this. <laughs> no, screw you. Because you're probably actually gonna get it, and I'm gonna be mad. This is a BS guess right now.
0: No.
1: Twins. No,
2: okay. twins. <laughs> that'd be so awesome. That'd be fun. great. Wait, I, want,
0: I want. to say one too. Jack and Joe No.
1: Okay. <laughs> I so wish that was right. Siblings step through a magical. Chronicles
0: and Narnia language in the wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, hands on Gretel. I was like, I was like, am I even gonna <laughs> make it the wardrobe? Well, I was hoping go. it would have been like Prince Caspian.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I'd rather hear Hunter's take. You know,
0: we should do an episode on those three movies when the TV really?
1: series finally hits Netflix.
0: No, let's just do a one where Hunter just tells us what happened. There- what he? When he what, happens? Of it, what happens? What happens? <laughs> do you do later. you not like the
2: movies, or do you think they were fine? Uh, I. If you're gonna compare them to like, if you say they're bad, you're a bad person. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna compare them to like Harry Potter, like, or even maybe like, like there's good parts of them. Like I don't know. I fairly enjoyed the first, and I really liked Prince Caspian. Really? and That's then, the one I hated. Really? Yeah. Don Treader, I, I hated that, because it, it wasn't close to the book. Um, but those Prince Caspian is my favorite book, too, and I really did like the portrayal of all the characters in it, so I think that's why I really liked.
0: I think I just hated that they started adding more humans to it. <laughs> I guess I, I never read the books, so... That's,
2: like, huge in the books, so... Yeah. They're basically they're I don't know do you remember from they're descendants of pirates which is really an, a cool twist they're a whole race of like pirate descendants which is really neat, but Prince Caspian.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, the people, the humans in it, are yeah. a race of. Oh,
0: Captain yeah. Hook.
2: And there was like people in it because like the first king and queen of Narnia from the like the first book, is they're humans. They're like it's yeah, literally like, kids. It's no, no, they're like, actually the the first king and queen of Narnia are transplants from Earth, they accidentally get there. Like, the kids are there from, like, the creation of Narnia, mm-hmm. but the first king and queen is a, uh... The king is literally a cabbie driver, like a... Like a... Not not a taxi cab, but like a horse and buggy driver mm-hmm. from that fell through <laughs> from London. He becomes the first king, and the queen is a... I, th- I think it's the maid of the house that those two kids grew up in, mm. and then the kids go back to Earth, and the kid grows up to be the professor from mm-hmm. Lionel Witch and the Wardrobe, so it's interesting so it's, I don't know, the books are I don't want to say like way better or whatever they're the very interesting so, so does
0: if does the first book follow the the maid and the cabbie driver, or does it follow the kids the whole time? follows
2: the kids, and they're just they kind of accidentally fall into like an in-between world between here and Narnia and then through there they get into Narnia at the dawn of its creation mm-hmm. and the whole thing is like a mirror it's like a metaphors for like or not metaphors it's symbolism of like biblical creation you know mm-hmm. um, and then there's like another witch um, kind of different uh, and th- there's like a tree you know and these kids are there but then when they're like on their way out like aslan gives them uh i guess like authority to choose who will rule this new place and there had been like this accidental like cabbie driver (laughs) and their maid of their house had fallen through with them like later in the end of the book Mm -hmm. and they had known them to be good people in like those three pages and they're like and Aslan's like, he basically judges their character and is like, yeah, you're worthy of being a king. And they're just too, because they have humble professions, mm-hmm. that's why he gives them royalty status. Mm-hmm. And then the kids go back because they're children. <laughs> so, unwise <laughs> to let them lead. Do you
1: think it goes for the order of the books? Do you believe in the order that is um, the magician's nephew? then the Lion, the Witch, in Wardrobe, and then the boy and his horse? Or do you think it's the boy and his horse, Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe, and then the magician's nephew? Because like this, is a, this is a big debate online. Did you know that? Like, all yeah. the books, like,
2: everyone has... Three de- is like a Star Wars story. Or not three, yeah. I the, the Horse and his Boy is like a Star Wars story. It's like a story within one of the other books. Because they've said that, like, there's there's been disputes online about... The first book
1: and the third book in the series, and they said they don't know which order they go in. They said, like, Lion of Witcher wardrobe is the second book, and then the rest of them are the correct order, except they said those two can be interchanged and no one can decide which is the correct order. And I'm like, that's weird.
2: The first and the second one? The f- or- first and
1: the third one. They said the Lion of the Witcher wardrobe is the second book no matter what, and then the rest follow as suit when you go to four, five, six, and seven. But they said the third and the first book... Can be interchanged, and no one can decide if like Magician's Nephew is the proper introduction or if
2: the Horse and His Boy is. I mean, I don't know. Like the way that he wrote them, because he didn't write them in that order. No, is a fun way to read them. Like it's very
1: Star Warsy. Didn't he do Magician's Nephew right before the final book, which is kind of weird. Like, yeah, he did. He did
2: like it was like two, three, five, six, four. One seven <laughs> yeah. And so like He did the creation story And then the revelation story At the end Like It's like a, This is how it began This is how it's gonna end Because there's a ton of Similes and stuff there Are you disappointed
1: That they have In all across TV And movie media Never gotten to The,
2: the last battle The final battle book I'm the most bummed out that they never got to Silver Chair because that was my favorite book. The one, well, that- I, no, Prince Caspian is my favorite, but I really liked Silver Chair. And
1: it's funny that they screwed you over there too, because you know they skipped some of the books. And Joe Johnston was gonna direct Silver Chair up until think, very something. recently, and then they said, "Now nah, we're gonna do a Netflix show." Now, if they're gonna do it on Netflix, it probably will finally get done. But yeah, mm-hmm. like they originally did just the Lion, The Witch in the Wardrobe as like a. 10 part miniseries and mm-hmm. then they did an animated movie and then they did the BBC series for like the first four books Yeah, and then they, Disney got it and then Disney moved it over to 20th Century Fox yeah. which is funny enough now they own it so they literally own the first three movies yeah. again and now they're starting over again which is kind of yeah. funny but I mean I I feel like when Netflix will finally finish it by the way I actually like this first movie I'm like it actually is a I remember liking it when mm-hmm. it came out obviously why is
0: Netflix doing it if
1: Disney Plus Because there's no monetary value for Disney to have to do it anymore. I mean mm-hmm. and then plus Walden Media owns the rights, so I think there's probably an issue there too where they would get a
2: percentage and Disney doesn't really want to deal with studios they don't own. Yeah. It's not that popular anymore. Um, I think I'm I'm infamous for not want not liking the Netflix f- tv show versions of stuff you know like i'd usually almost always rather there be a movie for it instead like stranger things right i'd rather I there be a movie it. but in this instance
0: what
2: about i'm glad F- i'm glad that they're doing a tv show for it because i think if it was a movie it would turn out to be another lame like teen drama too much out yeah, I would end up like Maze Runner or Divergent or something where it's like a lame teen drama. And this, I feel like whoever takes on the directing role will put on a, a lot more
0: heart into it. I think the Netflix uh, Unfortunate Events was better than the movie. I've never watched it. Probably that. haven't watched, watched it. To?
2: I've heard, though. It's fantastic.
0: I I've never
1: I never saw Prince Caspian. and I think I saw Voyage of the Down Treader, but yeah, I, I remember it not being that good. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but yeah, I really did dig the first movie and watching it again I was I was expecting it to age like terribly. I was like, Yeah, this is like Lord of the Rings knockoff, I'm
2: sure. Mm-hmm. But it was like, Oh, this is actually pretty good. The score um, is still one of my favorite all time scores.
1: I really enjoy that there's a lion animated in the Disney movie, live action style that actually yeah, has emotion. Dude. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, what? They, they did better emotion <laughs> on the lion literally 15 what? years earlier. Like, are you kidding me? Like, why? One can... secret ingredient, William Neeson. <laughs> or, you know, adding, you know, Neeson eye expressions. Morgan
2: Freeman. I, yeah,
1: but I was kind of thinking, too, the there's times
2: where the movie goes pretty long. Did, did it stay pretty tri- truthful to the book? Uh, the book, I remember, it has like three crazy long chapters of literally it's just Edmund being cold on the sleigh <laughs> just <laughs> thinking about, just whining mm-hmm. that's, I remember that part hardcore and I'm they obviously doesn't make good for it and that's like one of the only big changes in it honestly, and then the end, like some of the battle scenes, like the movie made it a lot cooler than the actual battle in the book was the battle in the book was, I want to say shorter, it just wasn't that detailed because it only followed the kids point of view, and so the movie threw in a ton of like Like, there's a centaur character that's, like, very prominent. I think he's added in, and I really enjoyed that whole side story within the movie, you know? And um, they added more character to... uh, I think his nickel... Nickelbrick is the dwarf's name, which is... Nickelback. Nickelback. (laughs) Um, And he technically is in the next movie, and they don't put him in the next movie, but... He, I still like his character development as much as there even was. I don't know. I still <laughs> like it when it when it's on. I enjoy it.
1: Whoa! Is that weed? Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> when we wow. The, we had why the reverse did we think it was on the, that
2: so funny? We had
1: the reverse thing on yeah. the DVD and we're like, oh, this is funny. We watched
2: that whole movie in slow motion because
1: <laughs> we thought it was so funny when he would knock Edmund down and he was like, whoa! <laughs> it's so. So childish, but yeah. it
2: was like we th- we watched the entire *Cronos and Narnia movie. <laughs> After watching it once normal through, we thought it'd be funny to watch the beginning in slow motion. We watched the entire <laughs> movie in slow motion, starting at 3 a.m. It was probably it was definitely well into the morning when we finished it.
1: And that was a long movie. <laughs> like, yeah, it was long. Uh, but anyway, um, that's Chronicles of Narnia. Man, you we we should just do a whole episode on that. <laughs> those could do,
2: three could do a, movies.
1: You could do a deep dive into all of them, I bet.
2: Uh, yeah, maybe like in it. I don't know. I feel like we should tackle some other episodes, like Christopher Nolan, first, and then. No, but that'd be a quick one. There's
1: only three movies, I and mean, we everyone's probably okay. seen them. Uh, yeah, I so,
2: guess yeah. I don't know. I'd be down well, <laughs> if you guys would be <laughs> interested.
1: Well, um, I think that's an episode. Was a good one. Yeah, good Joker discussion, good joking discussion. Uh, But yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, This is the final episode of the podcast. We won't be doing another one ever again. Mm -hmm. Sorry to throw that. (laughs) We were just like very nonchalant about (laughs) it. Sorry, we had to
0: add add that little Narnia tidbit at the end. (laughs) We have to (laughs) squeeze that one in; (laughs) otherwise, we'll never get a chance. That's a long Narnia
1: discussion. (laughs) But anyway. Everyone signing off, yeah. and remember, always, always be wearing
2: the cinema swamp.
0: Wow. I thought I said it wrong again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know you nailed it. I, I always am like always be wearing. Okay, <laughs> so. Thanks for listening
1: to our podcast on The Joker. So what were your thoughts on the movie? Do you think it was a bit overhyped? Were there some things you liked about it or disliked? Do you think it did justice to the character? Leave us a comment on this episode. Like our pages on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at cinema Swamp, And remember, always beware of the cinema Swamp.